champ is here! Tired of going down the black hole of grant research, only to become dizzy and confused? Don't know where or how to start? Looking to get into the grant profession? Need answers? What's truth? And what's myth? How can I find a grant writer? Well, I'm glad you asked. Lady Grant Scribes started our podcast to be able to answer all your questions. To be your personal teachers and guides on what to do and how to do. We're going to give you all the secrets. That's right. All of the grant writers' secrets. We're taking you behind the veil. The Lady Grant Scribes are here at your service. Tired of going down the black hole of grant research, only to become dizzy and confused? Don't know where or how to start? Looking to get into the grant profession? Need answers. What's truth? And what's myth? How can I find a grant writer? Well, I'm glad you asked. Lady Grant Scribes started our podcast to be able to answer all your questions. To be your personal teachers and guides on what to do and how to do. We're going to give you all the secrets. That's right. All of the grant writers' secrets. We're taking you behind the veil. The Lady Grant Scribes are here at your service. The champ is here! The champ is here! Hi there, I'm Brittany C. Leon, and I'm the Certified Grant Writer, Consultant, and Principal of Write the Vision Plainly, LLC, a faith-based corporation not exclusive to faith-based organizations. I partner with nonprofit leaders, newly formed organizations, provide grant education, and a grant readiness strategy. To learn more, visit HTT ps colon slash slash wtvpllc.now.site and that stands for write the vision plainly and email me at wtvpllc at gmail.com i look forward to hearing your story Are you in need of a grant writer? Well, look no more. My name is Alexis Williams, CEO of Grants by Lexi. I am a consultant who helps visionaries diversify their funding without the stress in politics. Give me a call at 214-994-9452 or email me at grantsbylexi at gmail.com or check out my website at grantsbylexi.now.site. Looking to hear from you soon. Hey guys, you're tuning in with Lady Grant Scribes for episode five. Yes, we just like moving on down the road. Mm. Yes, just easing on down the road, guys, um, with these episodes. And we're always excited to bring them to you. Uh, and today's episode is going to be about grant readiness and assessment. So guys, you want to stay locked in and tune in to us 
because we're about to make sure you understand the tools you need to be grant ready. A lot of organizations feel that they're ready, but we're going to see, and this is a great checklist, guys, for you to check to see if you're ready for grant readiness to get those grants because you can be in the game for over 20 years and still have some of these things that you need to do before you start applying for grants. So um, we just going to dive on in. Mm -hmm. It's going to be sweet, simple, and short, but it's going to be impactful, guys. Absolutely. You know, that's that's kind of, that's, that's one of my things when it's like one of those, oh, I know it, but it's like, do you really? But if you don't, we're here to help. So starting off with the grant readiness assessment, um, the documentation below is typically requested by foundations to meet their professional guidelines, or I'm sorry, proposal guidelines. Keep the following paperwork organized and up-to-date is vital when pursuing grant funding, and that is so true, because if you come with funding today, but your documents are five years old, that could be a problem down the line. So starting with your organizational background and tax documents, you do need representation by a 501c3 or a not-for-profit organization. This is the key to getting funded. Now, there are you know, there are grants out there that doesn't require a 501c3, but the majority of grants do for a nonprofit. So this is why this letter, this determination letter, this piece of paper is vital because it needs to be known that you're a nonprofit, that you can prove that you're a nonprofit and why you need to be funded. Does your organization have the following documents? the important 501c3 letter of determination from the IRS that will be mailed to you, your articles of incorporation, your mission statement, your vision statement, and those are different, and your programs and services. Do they align with your mission? And your mission, your mission is more like your elevator pitch, like something to say, something short and sweet. Like, um, let's take McDonald's, for example. I believe their, I believe their logo um, or their catchphrase is still, I'm living it. <laughs> they, they're all the golden <laughs> arches, but like from their, yeah, from their commercial. If, if they, if they do one or the other, if they do the ba-da-ba-ba-ba, or if they, or if you see <laughs> that I'm loving it, you know, that's McDonald's, whether they put the golden arches or not. So that's kind of what your mission statement needs mm -hmm. to be. They should, in a, you know, in a, in like ten words, you should be able to describe what you're doing in your organization. So, okay, moving on. You're no, that's true. You're, you're definitely supposed to be able to um, say what you're doing in your organization. Your mission keeps you um, focused, and the vision is like future. So, yeah. Yeah, so so in other words, it's like your mission is like now and your vision is like for the future, like what, what you will do to make sure that you are a sustainable organization. Um, 
but moving on, um, your current program and project descriptions, financial information. So with this is, it needs to be a brand new or up-to-date statement about, not, I mean, not a statement, but a document of explaining like your programs and things that you do in your organization. So like I, like I said earlier, if it's five years old, don't put that timestamp on there and don't, you know, don't take the old date off and put the new date on because things, anything could have happened in five years to, for change. So go through it. If it's been old, make sure it's current, make sure it's up to date. And this is so like the financial information would go along the lines of your budget, your budget sheet. How are you, how are you spending your funds? How are funds coming into you? Things like that. So when you have the most current up-to-date information, it's a lot easier for when you, for when tax time comes, so you don't get audited. And it's also easy for the funder to see when you are asking for grants, oh, okay, well, they know how to manage their money so we can support them with funds or, or we supported them with funds in the past and they've proven that they, they can handle it. So, you know, we're going to support them again this year and years to come. Your source, your sources of fundings, that would be a list of grants, like I kind of, like a precursor to here, uh, just mentioned like your grants, how many grant awards that you won, basically, like mm-hmm. not how many grants you filled out, because that could be a large number, but the ones, the awards you actually won for funding purposes. Also, uh, fundraising. How are you raising funds? Are you, you know, are you um, out there for donations or, you know, do you have a bake sale? Like, what are you doing to raise funds for your organization or your particular program or project? And also percentage of board members or percentage five of board giving financially. So your board also has to, give as well yeah a lot that's a lot of misconception with a lot of people um that your board shouldn't be giving um and sometimes when you're starting off you um may play both hats um the director uh executive director in the nonprofit as well as the board chair or um board member one of the board members but you know most board members are either from like three to no more than 12 members and so guys at least five of those members need to step up giving financially um yeah so what percentage is that what percentages are they giving based on their um income or expertise to help revenue to push um the organization that's why they sit on the board they're saying hey i want to govern you and be your arms and push this um vision and this mission and we're going to do it together and we're going to make sure that the executive director the secretary the treasurer is upholding their end of the bargain by making sure that this organization don't die and flourish so Mm -hmm. so next point and and that that was great i'm i'm glad you you were able to elaborate on that um but 
yeah, your voice should be given to you. It's like, these are your, you know, these are people in your corner. So they should be donating as well. They should be giving as well. Um, so next I have is audited financial statements by an accountant. So this is what I, I was also mentioning earlier about having the documentation or like a budget list, something or for a way that you are keeping track of your your funding, whether that's you you out of pocket as your organization spending money for the budget, you mm. getting grant funds, spending the grant fund money that needs to be documented. Um, you know, it's best to if you if you do have receipts to keep those receipts. Um, you know, put it on the budget sheet, but still keep those receipts. So at the end of the fiscal year, whenever it's time to ask for another grant, that's the first thing they're going to ask you for, and you're prepared for that. And also, like, um, we want you to get audited in a good way. We want we want the <laughs> in for tax season. We want we want the IRS to say, okay, good, you're good, instead of oh, we got to get you now. We got to take you to jail. <laughs> so you don't, you, we, we really want to keep you guys out of trouble. That's why, <laughs> that's why I kind of specify the difference between the two. Okay. So end of the year financial statement, that's, that's what I was talking about just now. So it could be at the end of the year or December, or it could be whatever the funders uh, fiscal year is. And I, I want to say that's in like April, but I'm not sure. But whenever they deem the end of the year, you want to make sure you have all your ducks lined in a row with the finances, with the budgeting, with mm -hmm. the grant, how you spend it and everything else. And also your um, for a nonprofit, your IRS 990 tax return. This yes. is very important because it's kind of like that for, um, oh, and you need it for the past, for at least two years, for the past two years at least. And this also acts as a budget list, but for the funder, because now they, when they take a look at your 990, they can see, cause it's gonna show how you give, how you receive, how money is distributed, how it's dispersed. They're not gonna necessarily see who um, who you donated to or donated to you? They it, that information is on there, but they don't they don't count that out. But they mostly want to look at how are you spending the funds? Yeah. What are you contributing to getting funds? How are you dispersing that? So that's you know it's it's easy to kind of like. Um, the reason why it's like two consecutive years is easy to kind of like fudge numbers and say, oh, I gave a billion dollars, but <laughs> can you can you do that next year for the next year? Can you give even more than that next year? Or can you receive more than that for the next year? Because each year you're supposed to be getting more and giving more, not stagnant. Yeah. And then it's also a way for um, you guys, for the artists to know if you're in trouble with any grant right is you may not did what you said that you was going to do with the funds in the beginning and so if it's a two-year grant why are you only getting it for one year what happened the second year mm -hmm. so that's another way to to um track that 
and um just to see consistency it's just like if you had a regular business with your return or you're going to apply for a home they at least want to see two tax returns you know so it's the same thing guys okay i'll wrapping it up operation budget this is um this is another one how much are you for your operational costs or like your like for your building like rent for your building or if you wanted to pay your volunteer staff, if you wanted to get them on paid staff, how much of a budget do you need? And how well did you spend that after the first year? Whether that's an entire year, like I mentioned before, or their fiscal year, whatever they deem one year, how well did you spend that? How well did you budget that? And also your annual report. Your annual report is also going to give, it's going to tell them, it's going to let them know what you spend and how you spent it. It's, it's also going to determine if you are, are eligible for them to give you funds for the next year. Because right. you may have, for example, started off with, let's just say $5,000 that they gave you out of a $10,000 grant. Okay, but now for the next year, they may go ahead and give you $10,000 or maybe $8,000. So they, you know, they want to gauge and see, and I'm, I'm like that as well. If I give you money and you manage it well, I'm going to give you more money. If I'm giving you money and you just squander it and you don't do what you said with it, I'm going to be on, on the reserve. Like, I don't know if I should. So think of it like that. Um, think of it like that in those terms, personally, <laughs> If that happened to you, how would you feel? And you right. have your answer. <laughs> right, exactly. So annual, annual reports, guys, is like your annual reports. It's just that to see ins and, um, ins and outs of what's um, being done in the organization. And like each department should have their annual reports because they may submit it to you hey, you know, our department over here um, for this, the children events, we need $3,000. And so the executive directors, the treasurers say, it, you know, okay, and the board okay it. And then you come back and say, well, we really didn't have enough. And so now your budget is off or you're requesting, or you overspend and you set a set amount. So that's why it's always good to do annual and checks and balances um, to make sure that everybody's on the same um, page throughout the organization so we're going to talk about program information hey. <laughs> detail programs because this is where people just drop the ball they have their programs but guys the just as you have operational budgets you need budgets for each program because then you'll know like, oh, next year we grew and we needed less or because we grew in numbers, we need more um, funding or money to do these um, programs and projects. Mm -hmm. So you want a budget for that, guys. Detail program project descriptions. You want to be specific in what you're doing, 
what target population? Because you just think when you do your um, 501c3 or your organization to be a nonprofit, you think, oh, this is the target audience. But each project may target something totally different. So you want to know like, hey, we're going to feed the children here or we're going to do choirs. So you you may target kids who suffering with depression, isolation with um, getting them out their shell by exposing them to music and choir. So that's the type of target population, um, young and old. Um, but as far as feeding um, kids, then you're just doing kids, not adults. And then what age group is that? So that's two different programs, may have some similarities in some of the target population, but you want to be specific. The numbers that you serve, you want to do um, ins and out, either through Salesforce or um, questionnaires. All of those things are measures of outcomes. Um, like how, like we served 30 kids today. They was excited. Now these kids can go home and not be hungry or during lunchtime, they're not starving. And why? Like, you know, in this area, people, you know, go to sleep without having food for dinner or for lunch, and that you was able to serve those 30 um, people in the community or those kids so that the outcome was they didn't go home um, hungry. So you want um, documents that are giving you positive feedback on what each program is doing, whether that be an intake form, questionnaire, uh, also application into your programs so you know how many families demographics that you are um, servicing and a evaluation at the end to see if it's effective or not and because they may say can you change this up so some may be effective and some may not so when you um, staff qualifications when you're building a staff guys for your programs whether it be volunteers it's just like any employee type of staff guys they have to go through a handbook of acknowledgement know their duties their roles um conduct conflict all of those things is the same thing goes for in a nonprofit organization just as well remember it's a nonprofit organization, but it's just like a regular business, guys. You can get funds and make money in your nonprofit organization to continue the mission and the vision, just like a profitable um, business. But you are not pocketing that money. That money is going back to call, to make an impact on your vision and mission statement and the people that you are serving, servicing. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So program budgets required if the grant application, um, if the grant application is requesting funding for a program or a project. So that's why guys, like earlier I said, you're going to need that budget for each project because it's vital. How are they going to know if it's um, reachable or like, oh, they service these many kids and they only have this as a budget? Yes, let me increase it because we want to see... Um, this turnaround, especially those who are philanthropists and they give their money to a set cause, um, maybe be cancer research or um, sickle cell anemia or your eyes are crossed and they want to see <laughs> that it's uncrossed. Whatever they want to give their money to, these are people who definitely want to see your budget and your outcome so they can help you reach those goals. Mm -hmm. So you have cost estimate, vendors information, equipment purchase. Like when you do these events, if you're going to put on a festival, get community involved, let them know you're out there. It costs guys to do lights, bouncy houses, all those great things, um, food. So you need to estimate all those things that it costs and for your vendors. 
the board of directors uh, roster, which is their information. So you want to know that support because that serves as support guys when they're looking like who supports your mission. If you don't got your board supporting and make sure they do a, a letter of support too as well, guys. And we're about to talk about that, that other so letters of support from individuals like donors, board of directors, um, partners or partnering organizations, that is vital. You know, you want to show grant funders that you have people supporting the mission, they down for the cause, that they like your secret sauce, what you're doing in the community, keeping it vibing. They want to know like how many people are supporting you. You know, you don't want to be on island on your, uh, by yourself. You want other organizations to say, hey, we support you. We love what you're doing. Um, and especially the people that's around you, working around you. Um, they're at your organization. So hopefully they love what they do and want to do a letter of support. And I would say that also goes into um, your other documents. Like when whenever you are writing a grant, that goes into your other or miscellaneous documents because they are the, the funder wants to know who is supporting you, who are you partner with? And you know, like we said in previous in previous podcasts, if you are partnered, you're more, you know, you're more likely to get even more funding because you are in a partnership or in a group. Yep. Um, because they they see that that's that credibility to hold you accountable is more people service and then they also think that they don't have to give you as much because all of you are going to split to do what you have to do um so track records or recent results and accomplishments so that's important um when you have a track record and support and you consistent and when you do get audited by grant funders and that you actually did what you said you're going to do, they love you. They want to give you more funding and continue to support you on a continual basis. Uh, recent media, including news articles, guys, any exposure that your organization has have gotten, um, you want to be sure that you are documenting that. And mm -hmm. it looks great. It's like your PR press for you, or, or if you're in the um, music industry, your EPK, where it tells about every performance, everything you've done, um, guys. And that's a part of that performance or track record. Policies and procedures. We must have policies and procedure handbook. Pastor. So everybody can hold themselves accountable in the organization. The board is supposed to always check the executive director, the president, or treasurer or um, secretary, or if you have a board chair, they, they gotta check one another uh, to make sure it's functioning and a dual process. So guys, this is just a, a short, this one is a short podcast, but we definitely wanted to make sure guys that you understand what is needed to be grant ready. And after you guys have gone through all of this, did the checklist, did the groundwork to see if you're actually ready. Now you can call that grant researcher and say, a grant writer and say, let's do the research. Let's do the um, funding strategy to do research and go after some grants and then actually write them. So, all right, guys, I hope this blessed you, um, that you stay informed. And um, if you guys want let us know if you want this grant ready assessment. You can find it on uh, my website. 
at Grants by Lexi. And you're going to also be able to um, get this if you hit us up on our social media platform on Twitter, or if you hit us up on Instagram, we will send this grant ready assessment over to you. So, or you can go to my website, grantbylexi.now.site. But I prefer guys that you just go ahead and request it from us and say, hey, I love the show. Give a shout out to Brittany and I'll give it to Brittany. She'll probably add it on her own website as well. I totally will. And we'll and definitely do that. Give them your website. Yeah, it's um it's the acronym for write the vision plainly. So it's WTVPLLC.now.site. Yeah, so guys, you can um, get it there, but I think everybody should have this in their arsenal, this this tool, so you guys won't be tooling your thumbs or jumping the gun too soon with the researcher and you don't have all this together and your chances are less because you didn't wasn't prepared. So we want you to win those grants and remember grants are competitive, so set yourself up for success, not failure, guys. So anything else you want to say, Brittany? Um, I was just gonna give them, you know, our socials, <laughs> <laughs> our social, so, our IDs, fine, yeah, so they can contact us. Okay, yes. so for Twitters, we are uh, for Twitter, sorry, we are <laughs> at Lady Scribes on Instagram, we are at Lady Grant Scribes Podcast on Facebook, we are Lexi Britt, but our nickname is Lady Grant Scribes Podcast. Our email address, if you if you want have any questions, you want to you have a topic or suggestion for us, email us at ladygrantscribes at gmail.com. Yep. Let's be connected. Let you know we want to make you a part of our networks. We want to be a part of your networks. You know, we're we're the ones that if your inner circle rejects you in a way we got your back like we're gonna pump you up and we're gonna be like yeah. oh they said that was a dumb idea well let me tell you how it's a smart idea you know you're you're on our team now correct um guys and we just out here to equip you with the necessary skills that you need to know to be winning in these streets um especially if you're a non-profit organization because the world's going to need you and as we see a turn coming for our economy we don't know what's going to happen in october and a lot of people is going to rely on a lot of nonprofit organizations so we're here to support you guys and guys if you want to learn um how to put a prospectus together how to do a, a letter of inquiry um or to get that letter that we say of support um, we'll definitely be able to, you can book a call with either one of us and we'll be gladly to go over that information with you and book you for our upcoming webinar. So stay Absolutely. tuned. We got a lot coming from you. So until next time, I'm signing off your girl Lexi with by Grants by Lexi. Um, Lady Grant Scribes, you've been scribed. Until next time. Yes.